need longer cords. <laughs> need longer fucking cords. All right, everybody. Another episode of the Weekly Relapse happening with my powerful intros. My friend Basim Tanuzi's here, New York comedian. What's going on, guys? Yeah, we're enthralled by this shitty UFO documentary that I just put on the TV. We've only been watching for 30 seconds, but you could tell it's literally got a $10,000 budget. They're in a <laughs> shed right now. Mm-hmm. Look, this guy didn't even button his shirt. Whatever. And he's like the only reputable guy, too. Yeah, he's a well, fucking dude with a black vest. Look at that. Three projectors, huh? Huh. <laughs> well, it's a lovely Saturday afternoon at the Murder Street Studios. I have the window open uh, so we can get a little bit of riffraff coming in from the street. Um, Basim's got comedy tonight because he's yes, actually a working comedian, unlike myself, who's going <laughs> to literally go upstairs and do coke like a recluse and come back down here and play games. But I, uh, Basim and I met... What, like last year? Pretty yeah, much like a year rap. ago. Um, if you guys listen to the Lana Epstein episode, uh, Basim and I met through Lana mm-hmm. at the Rat open mic that's no longer uh, a bar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you learned anything from that, uh, don't have the bar as an asset when you get divorced from your wife because she's going to win the bar. And Is then, that what happened? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Pete lost the bar immediately to his ex-wife and she was like yeah i'm fucking closing this place and, that sucks uh, but that's also hilarious well i don't know if you were aware but they were making zero dollars on comedy night and paying myself and lana when we hosted a questionable sum of money like when you're making zero dollars you shouldn't be paying the host 150 dollars yeah you're pre- i see you're laughing about that yes it was 150 dollars <laughs> to host that a night that's why I tolerated that shit and didn't explode. Do you st- well, you still see like VJ Preziosi yeah, yeah. and shit like that. There's a bunch of other New York comedians uh, that I'd like to have on the podcast that I don't hate. I was laughing. Uh, uh, our friend Joe Ferraro, the host mm-hmm. of the Easton Comedy Offensive, um, I think he was at Stand Up New York or something like yeah. that. And um, I fucking hate Sean Flynn. I don't care. That's coming out on the podcast. But like, Dude, I guess he got roasted at Ooh. Stand Up New York by because they were corresponding with emails or some shit about like what time you were supposed to show up for the event okay. and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I guess he just didn't respond to anybody and then like showed up and they were like, uh, what's up? You're the asshole that didn't fucking respond to any of these emails and shit. And then I guess they, like a, like a police lineup, they made him go stand on the stage, all the comics that were performing so they could be like, look, here's the light. If you fucking run this... You're, to- you're toast. Like, you're done. You're not Ooh. coming back here. And uh, they're all walking up to the stage or whatever, and he's fucking wandering around the room, looking around like it's about to be his, like, like he's walking onto the field at Yankee Stadium, and he's fucking <laughs> taking it all in, and the guy who was running it was like, yo, retard, get on the stage. Fucking, are you actually kidding me right now? And Joe, Joe texted me, and he was like, uh, who's that goofy fuck that you didn't like from uh, the open mic or whatever? And I immediately was like, oh, it's gotta be Sean Flynn. He's like, yeah, they literally ripped him a new one at fucking stand-up that's rough yeah i know it made me fucking howl though he he posted a video from like remember when we would go into the back room at the rat and it was uh like we were next to that boiler or whatever yeah and like one of the times i was hosting i took literally way too much mushrooms i was just i was tripping face i shouldn't even been in public yellow (laughs) hosting the mic but uh whatever i fucking 
got him confused with like a uh, Leonard Kelly or something like that. Like I had both of the pieces of papers in front of me and I just announced Sean Flynn as Leonard Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking tried to roast me by calling me spaghetti bender and all this other like 1925. Was that the same night that John Morris just lit up the whole room with yes. Italian slurs? Correct. Oh, that was Lord. the same exact night. But then somebody sent me a link to a video and I guess he put that video up of him, like, roasting me, but didn't tag me or anything like that. And it got about negative five traction. But it just makes me fun. I haven't seen him since we did that show with Donna. When we did the show with Donna. Where <laughs> oh, Lord. Basim was oh. the match made in heaven for yep. a local drunk woman mm-hmm. in the Highbridge, New Jersey area. I wonder if she's still alive. I hope not. I haven't seen... I was supposed to see Jack Weber, like, whatever whenever that college show was, but mm-hmm. he, uh, he didn't show up. But I'm like, I'm so curious to see if like she's made it. <laughs> it's impossible. Cirrhosis of the liver is. I mean, she outlived her husband, so there's a good chance she's going to outlive cirrhosis and all that. Well, men just go harder with drinking. If you were married to Donna, you'd have to drink oh, literally yeah. until your liver failed. Yeah. So I would go from a sense. sober lifestyle to just fucking downhill. Just da, 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 da. straight up. I wish I like, I, we did that college. I did a show at the College Hill Tavern here in Easton, and uh, it was, it wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but it wasn't good. And it's like, boy, do I miss drinking every single time I bomb on stage? And then you walk off, and you're just like, well, four years ago I just used to drink myself into oblivion, and then wake up at home and be like, well, that was that, huh? And now I just have to like bask in my shittiness. Like I was telling Basim before, like. The worst thing you could say to a comic that bombs is like, hey, you try. Yeah. Which is what people were saying. They were like, hey, good good effort, guy. It's like, I'm not playing slow pitch softball. I'm fucking trying to tell jokes and quit my day job. I don't need your, hey, chin up pal. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially when like it's a like a bar show and they have all the TVs on and like no one's paying attention. It's like they got the Steelers or the Eagles on, and everyone's just, like, staring at the fucking screen. And then they hear, like, one joke, they look over, and... Well, that's why I'm half a man, because I don't even know what, like, sports season it is. <laughs> so, like, they have, like, women's professional bowling on, and then, like, college baseball, and then, you know, some guys in the back yelling, go birds. I don't even see, I didn't even see a green uniform. I don't even know if they played this past Thursday. But he was fucking fired up about the birds. It's so funny, like... If I was a better baseball player, I could throw a rock and mm. hit Pennsylvania. And you'd think we were in southern Mississippi, the way these guys fucking talk and, like, present themselves. Yeah, It's – the Mason-Dixon line is apparently much further than <laughs> what was originally put on the map. Apparently, it's right up here near Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and then everything above that is the north. <laughs> Because it's unbelievable how many southern draws were happening seven minutes from my house here in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. I used to work with a guy from Allentown, and it's exactly what you said. Like I'm like, where the fuck are you from? Did you know that Allentown's the third largest city in Pennsylvania? I'm sorry, what? Allentown is the third largest city. Allen Allentown yes. is a city. Yeah, it has over 100,000 people. Or something like that. I can't remember if Philly is first or if Pittsburgh is first. I think it's Philly, then Pittsburgh mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, like, there's an airport there because there's <laughs> fucking a lot of people. 
But it's getting ghetto. It's ghetto over here. I live in Phillipsburg. It's ghetto. It's less ghetto than it was 10 years ago. It's severely less ghetto than when I was living in Elizabeth. But, like, it's shocking how many guys I meet that are like, oh, yeah, I'm here from Newark, or I'm mm-hmm. here from the Oranges, or I'm here from fucking some other shit suburb. And you're like, oh, my God, dude. Like, it's getting... Well, it's because it's... Una- well, you live in New York. Yeah. So you understand being perpetually broke because of property taxes and... Oh, my God. Et cetera. Yeah. I'm, uh... Currently living at home because it's fucking rough up there. Oh, it's it sucks. I saw a homeless guy at, in the city a little while ago, just like bare ass, like on the sidewalk with a like a piece of cardboard. I'm like, that must go for like two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's here. unbelievable when you see those things. Like, uh, I saw one. Some guy was having an Airbnb in like uh, San Francisco or some shit. And it was literally in the back of his minivan, and mm-hmm. he was asking like. $300 a night or something like that because everything else it's $4,000 for a one bedroom or some shit oh it's stupid it was insane when I was buying places out here like you'd think I was trying to move to literally the Hollywood Hills I'm trying to buy I bought a crack house mm-hmm. literally and they were like you know you sure you don't want to go up another $10,000 like no I, sh- I should be down literally $30,000 I'm already <laughs> oh, grossly over. like I just got my uh, my reappraisal for my house yeah and I paid like in the middle 100s for this place and uh Mm -hmm. they rated the yard at like eighteen thousand dollars and the building itself at like 37 so i'm off by a hundred thousand dollars on what the appraisal (laughs) is as to what i paid but i was in the same boat i was ready to hang myself in my mother's basement i went from my grandmother's basement to my mother's basement so i had to transition otherwise it it was going to be death yeah because there's nothing better than waking up and seeing your mother. It's like, oh, I don't own anything. I can't bring, like, a woman over here because I have all my siblings here, too. Correct. Yeah, my mom's running a, a cat shelter and adopted child center <laughs> and everything center. But, like, I'm definitely dying from having went through this journey buying this house. Like, I'm going to be 28 this year, and I have gray beard. Like, I have a substantial amount of gray beard hairs. It's fucking crazy. I didn't think... That stress affected you this way. But it's probably also the drugs. I'm on drugs all the time. I think the drugs are keeping you young. I'd like to think that because there's no way, like, waking up in cold sweats, checking my email about when my mortgage payments do. (laughs) Even though it's a joke, it's like you still get, like, extra sweaty. It's like being back in school. My book reports do, except it's about my house. And if I don't pay it, they'll fucking take it from me. And I'll have to live in my 2000 Toyota Camry. (laughs) You know, it's... It's not gonna be good. What's going on with this documentary now? I have no. Fucking it's so bad. I'm watching face. this channel called Midnight Pulp, and uh, they just play like bad kung fu movies and documentaries and shitty like B list movies. Like there was some movie on yesterday with fucking John Ritter, the dad from Scrubs, yeah. like JD's dad, and he's like a secret agent, and he fucking sucks donkey dick, and the movie was. Horrendous. It was literally horrendous. But it was so bad I couldn't stop watching for an hour and forty minutes. Like I was It's like a car crash, just can't look away. It was exactly like that. I was like, What's John Ritter doing? And then he's doing barrel rolls and shit and Also, who is the genius? It's like John Ritter secret agent. He was the main character. He wasn't an ancillary part. It was John Ritter in I think it was called Commando or Mercenary or something. You know, that's one of those, like, cokehead ideas where, like, okay, okay, guys, 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 we got John Ritter. 
and nobody else. Yeah. He spent the entire budget on John Ritter. And, like, it was so funny because they were, I think they were fighting Russians or, like, Bosnians <laughs> or something. You, you know, you're Armenians. Yeah. Somebody from up there was getting fucking, yeah. but, like, they didn't even have enough money to to pay, like, a freakishly large Russian guy. They had, a like, a medium-sized Russian guy to menace up the people when they were in prison. Like, he was only, like, 6'1", so he barely was taller than anybody else, but he was, like, supposed to be, like, a, that, that mountain guy. Like, he was like, oh, they're like, oh, he's so strong and fucking shaking us around. And it's like, oh, my God. But it's just an average dude with yeah. probably an average build, too. The, honestly, the part that brought me back in is, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie from fucking... 25 years ago, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was filmed in 1987. But uh, he's like, his wife gets killed or some shit. And then he's like, he's like, oh, I'm going to hire SEAL Team 6 to like fuck these guys up. But I'm also going to go. They're going to take me on the mission. So that's where John Ritter's doing the secret agent shit. So they fucking have to go into this compound. And uh, instead of, I don't know, like army crawling through the bushes or whatever, they, they jump off of a mountain with like hang gliders or parachutes or something. As you do. Yeah. But, like, seven times in a row with these bright parachutes or whatever, and then, like, obviously they get ambushed, and most of the guys die, and they go to, like, this Russian prison, and then they're like, oh, John Ritter, or whatever. They lock him in this cage with dogs, and uh, the dog's chain is just long enough where John Ritter can press himself against the mm-hmm. the uh, the chain door, the, the, the bar door, and then all of a sudden, this vial of something flips over and starts going through a funnel and it was acid dripping through a funnel onto the the chain as the dog oh you're i see the face you're making it was that bad but you were like well now i'm not going to turn it off i gotta see if john yeah. gets eaten by the dogs he didn't get it spoiler he didn't get eaten by the dogs but uh they paid too much to get him there he can't get eaten by the dogs like they wasted their whole budget 15 minutes before that scene like doing explosions like they <laughs> they blew the entire budget doing the explosions and then they were like all right how are we going to bring this back and they were like oh dripping acid on the chain mm-hmm. and then the rest of the movie stunk stunk bad but then again that's why they're playing it for free like right now right now this channel is about to play a a Spanish version of the Batwoman where she's a luchador or some shit. And I saw the one the other day, too. I was high as fuck upstairs. And it was, like, uh, Dracula wrestling, like, some fucking luchador. And, like, again. They they love Lucha Libre over there. I guess. But then you read sometimes who the director is, and you're like, oh, fucking, uh, I'm trying to think who's, like, a, uh, it's like Rafael Torres or whatever fucking... <laughs> films and you're like he made this piece of shit he made this another Guillermo del Toro <laughs> giant dog shit Batwoman you know do you forget like that everyone has like a origin and like a whatever they're doing so there's probably like a run list of just shit that all the great directors have like just nothing but like crap 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 oh, yeah. crap crap Godfather Crap, crap, crap. One of my favorite things is like, uh, you know who Michael Madsen is? Yeah. Okay. He literally did an interview where he explained to the guys that were interviewing him when he was doing these shitty B-list movies, why he had to do it. He was like, oh, I had a child support payment here. <laughs> or like, oh, I, I uh, back taxes or some shit. And you're like, I respect the hell out of that. Because <laughs> a lot of these guys are just like, Oh, it's great motion picture or whatever. You know, like the biggest failure is, uh, what was the guy's name from Hot Rod? Uh, 
shit. It doesn't matter. He's fucking useless. The main <laughs> character of Hot Rod is the biggest, like, failure for me. Like, every movie that he's been in is always straight to DVD. But you watch, I've watched it. I've watched Hot Rod 17 times, you know, and it never gets better. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know if you have the same feelings inside of you as me, but, like, Sometimes when you watch a movie back-to-back, you're like, ah, oh, maybe the outcome will be different. Mm-hmm. And then it never is, and you're no. like, oh, wow, I just wasted an hour. And or you're hoping that you find some new love. It's like, all right, I was a little harsh on it the first round. It's like, maybe this will be better, and it's never. It's never better. Have you ever watched something like that you watch as a kid, thinking like, oh, this was fucking the shit as a kid, and you rewatch it, and it's utter garbage? You're like, oh, I didn't need that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all the cartoons and stuff... I, like, well, did you know they're remaking Spongebob or whatever? And now it's like, it's like an acid trip gone bad. We're like, like, they're basically, it's, Spongebob's like a retard. And then Patrick's obviously his retarded counterpart. Mm-hmm. And then like Squidward's like the dad mm-hmm. or something. But like, I liked when they were all, you know, semi-functional adults or whatever. And Squidward was a depressed mess. Yeah. I fucking, I, I identify with Squidward so much. Oh, me too. Adulthood is yeah. You don't realize how much you're gonna be like Squidward until you hit like about twenty five and nothing's working out for you. No, cause like everything's happy go lucky or whatever. And then mm. like I said, I I have gray beard hairs from mortgage payments mm. and like I was supposed to, I was ready to die at twenty four. And now that I'm gonna be twenty eight, I'm just twiddling my thumbs like, okay, now what? Cause like I didn't plan ahead this far. It's hard. Like, I have to be... If I drop dead, I have things to bequeath to people now. (laughs) Like, before, it would have been, like, when you get fired from an office and they, like, shove all your shit into a cardboard Mm -hmm. box and then, you know, you put it in the trunk of your car and don't take it out for six months. That would have been my belongings if I died four years ago. My neighbor's... My neighbor's tree is so tall, it's it's blowing over. It's the wispiest tree. I thought it was literally going to fall over. Oh, you didn't go in my backyard. I was about to ask you what you thought of my garden... I'm a gardening fool, but you're into gardening now. I did not know that about you. Yeah, it's because I want to kill myself, and <laughs> in order to prevent me killing myself, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll plant flowers. You're and taking up grandmother outside. hobbies. Yeah, literally, yeah, like having hot flashes and planting roses <laughs> and going through menopause. Yeah, and like chatting with my neighbors. I'm like a chatty Kathy now. Oh, like, I hate talking to my neighbors. Me too. It's I only talked to one though, but he's always like reminiscing. Like he knows I'm a comedian. Yeah. So he's like, you remember? I don't know. Like what the fuck he says? He's like, you remember Pat Cooper? And it's like, not really, but I did kind of. And mm-hmm. then he's like, yeah, he was great. And it's like, all right, what am I supposed to say now? Am I just supposed to? All the references just get more and more dated. You know, Charlie Chaplin was great live. Yeah, I like I was talking with my dad. My well, uh, I went to a Ted Nugent concert. Yeah. Um a couple days ago mm-hmm. because I aspire to have the best comedy that I can mm-hmm. and what better motivation for comedic endeavors than to go to a Pennsylvania Ted Nugent concert because <laughs> it was full of toothless fucking idiots but to be honest I don't I'm not political I don't know if you're political or any no. shit and obviously yeah we're the weekly relapse is clearly a political podcast yeah. but uh like those people are just so fucking dumb. 
But Ted Nugent rocked so hard. <laughs> he played this song. It's on his new album. And it literally is just, I think it's called like, Fuck Joe Biden or something like that. <laughs> but he's just like up there like, Bow down to now. And he's just like, Fuck the president. And all these people are like, Woo! Fuck yeah, Ted Nugent. Dude. This guy gets it. Bruh. Oh, well, the worst part is, it's like, you know what's funny is Jim Florentine mm-hmm. and um, Don Jameson from that metal show like introed the opening band. And uh, when I walked into the theater, they had all the opening bands um, swag and like draped stuff over the drum kits and stuff because mm-hmm. he had the 30 minute opener. And uh, I'm like to my dad, I took some mushrooms and uh, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's, I'm starting to peek and I'm like, let me just fucking read about this opening guy. And uh, when you go on somebody's Wikipedia and it's a entire page of mediocrity, like they just keep peppering things on that don't matter to like, mm-hmm. they were like, he's, he was born in Nashville. I don't remember what this guy's name was. It was some kind of band. I'll, I'll have to look it up. I'll tag it in the, uh, in the intro of this, but like he just never had any top 10 singles. So they're like, his uncle was a lawyer and he was supposed to be a lawyer, but instead he plays music. And then it's like billboard number 137 on the whatever. But like, it was, it's all the trivia from like early on interviews. It was a strange mix of like, he was trying to be a hard rocker, but also country. So like there were, there was a guy playing like, you know, an electric guitar and he was Mm -hmm. all like fucking riffing and shit. And then this asshole's on an electric acoustic but like lyrically, they stunk. The music wasn't terrible, but dude, yeah. he had this song called like Trouble or something, and it's just like, ah, oh, Trouble and Double and my middle name's Trouble, and it's oh like, oh boy, it, and I'm fucking trying not to burst into laughter because I see the people next to me are like, we love you, fucking Travis, whatever the, <laughs> f- I don't know what the fuck his name was, but uh. You were just sitting next to his cousins. You're doing the thing, man. I have a weird disdain for country music because uh, all the kids at my high school, like, like uh, all my friends in high school, we drove shitty foreign cars Mm. with subwoofers in the back and we were just little pieces of shit. And then there were all the other dudes that had like hella lifted trucks Mm -hmm. and the Southern accent or whatever. And it's just like, I can't enjoy any country music. I don't understand why, but I tried for 30 minutes at this Ted Nugent concert while this guy was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you guys love America or whatever. And I was just like, I hope a shoe bomber fucking comes in here right now and blows up the opening act because it's fucking, it was fucking bad, dude. And then he hustled off the stage and then went over to his merch booth. Like dudes mm-hmm. were about to be like running up to the merch, like everybody was going to spend $40 on a sleeveless shirt, you know, with Ted Nugent's name on it. They're not going to spend $25 on fucking his shit. He was wearing sunglasses inside. Ah, oh, what aggravates a dickhead. Me. Ah, fucking aggravates me. You know, I'm, uh, the place I grew up in, we didn't have a country music station for the radio for, like, about 25 years. Greatest 25 years ever. Like, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't give a shit about country at it. all. Because it's... it's it, it, like, I know rap does this, too, where they just talk about, like, the same, like, three topics. Oh, yeah, it's a- across all music, but country is just, like, I don't know. 
yeah. the way that they just draw it out and like it's like please get to the fucking point i get it i'm with you i'm fucking with you i like my my one of my good buddies really likes like that outlaw country mm-hmm. shit where it's like that old man and he's just playing a guitar and he's like my my woman left me or whatever and he's like mopping his kitchen so like johnny cash right before he died pretty much like you have throat cancer and Mm -hmm. you're playing the guitar and you're an alcoholic um but like yeah he's doing like upbeat tasks to it like he's you know washing his car you know doing the dishes and this guy's like my sister's dead and my baby is dead and And you're just like uh i mean i get it rap music isn't exactly you know mozart no but boy i fucking i'd rather listen to bad rap a thousand times over than bad country yeah a hundred percent but ted nugent did rip it for he's 74 years old he's an insane man Mm -hmm. everyone that was in that building was an insane man which people were giving me shit too like oh i didn't know you fucking it's like i couldn't just go See a 74-year-old man play guitar. I wanted to see Stranglehold live. I don't give a shit. I, I didn't vote last year. Yeah. I'm fucking... And when I when Trump daddy was president, I accidentally... I was living in Elizabeth, and I didn't uh, update my voter registration, yeah. so they made me vote on paper. And I was so high, I didn't fill out the Scantron properly. I just fucking made X's in the bubbles. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do the proper number two filling out. <laughs> so I got a letter in the mail that was like, yeah, your vote didn't count. So basically, I haven't done shit in like 10 years as far as politics go. Dude, I haven't voted at all. Like, we live in Jersey. Our vote doesn't fucking count. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much right. I'm barely, I'm barely a taxpayer now. I have barely property tax payments. I, I'm shocked that I can even afford to live in New Jersey. Yeah. It was, well, I live in the ghetto, that's why, but... But still, like even even though the shittiest part of New Jersey is super expensive, bro, man. it's crazy. Like where I work up in Livingston and stuff yeah. like that, these people are paying thirty thousand a year in property taxes, mm-hmm. and I make forty thousand or forty five thousand a year, <laughs> and like that's to live, and yeah. that was just for them to have a backyard, yeah, which is insane to me. It, it's, it's insane stupid. the amount of wealth that's out there. I can't wait. I've been playing. Uh, I'm doing those cash for life lottery tickets. <laughs> Because I, I, I'll never win the Powerball, but boy, if I won 300k a year, oh boy, I would, I would, what's the term? I would nigger it up a thousand percent. I would park a Maserati right out here in my gravel driveway, <laughs> fucking hang out. I wouldn't leave. What am I gonna do? Where am I gonna go? I couldn't uh, assimilate with like rich people. Oh, they're weird. They would know immediately that I'm not part of the pack. I the town I grew up in was very wealthy. We weren't, which is the weirdest thing. Like telling people, like uh, being poor in a rich town. Yeah, yeah. So like, I would go to school and like uh, around the time the iPhone came out, every like kid from iPhone. my town had the new iPhone. And then like, you like, you don't have an iPhone. I had a flip I'm like, phone. no. Yeah, I had no. a flip phone. I barely had a flip phone. I had a flip phone until I was, I think, fifteen or sixteen. I kind of want to go back to a flip phone because I hate. How addicted to this shit I am. Like, I'm on Instagram all the it's time, hard, wasting my though, life like, away. Because you would be, like, what are you going to do? Buy a fucking GPS for your car? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, the inconvenient shit. It's like, what are you, you going to do? Like, if you forget your wallet, you can pay, you know, you can pay yeah. for fucking virtually anything with your phone. That's the I, thing. They, they made it irreplaceable. It is. But it stinks. I hate an iPhone. Do you have an iPhone? Is that what you got? Or? Uh, I have a, my, I, I have a iPhone for work 
But this is an Android. Yeah, I have an Android too. I worked in a factory, and the battery for Apple wouldn't even last a full day of work. And I made the switch to Android myself. I love my Galaxy. Yeah. Google runs my life. Shout out to Google. Same yeah. thing. Uh, I, uh, Shout out to the overlords. Apple's the only fucking shit that won't... I, like, my podcast isn't uh, on Apple Podcasts. Like, I'm still <laughs> being, like, screened or something like that. Ah, fuck That's that. That's stupid. This is all bullshit. I haven't been doing... Like, I'm trying to schedule more podcasts and stuff now. Because mm-hmm. I haven't been doing comedy, like, as frequently as I should be doing it. And it's giving me cancer. But I'm also making zero dollars from doing this. So yeah. it's like a giant waste of time as well. Like when we were talking about how much I spent on this shit before and I've accumulated zero dollars and zero cents <laughs> towards the greater good. <laughs> it's well, a it's a what's a it's a grind, man. Like it's not gonna like pay off right away. Keep doing it, it'll pay no, off. No, I feel you, but it's just like I'm so tired of going to like I had no I like the rat or whatever, yeah. but But it felt like a chore? No, it's like you you you're trying to make money. Yeah. So all these people from town saw the rat as an excuse to like, oh, I'll come see you do comedy at the rat or whatever. But it was really an open mic. Yeah. And I'm trying to practice like you know my set, and that was a big, I like, I don't have any I don't have any problems with Lana. There's some shit talking going on or whatever amongst townies and stuff. But like, her mom one time was like. Oh, I don't like that you do the same jokes all the time or whatever. And I was like, bitch. Well, I didn't because she's an old lady. But yeah. I was like, I want to just be like, bitch, I'm fucking doing a routine here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sorry, you don't like my fucking. It's an act. Like, yeah, sorry. I don't have 75 minutes of exclusive material for you. You know what I mean? To make your mm-hmm. shit better. But yeah, like all these people in town will be like, oh, yeah, I'll come see you at the rat or whatever. And I was like, no, don't come see me at a show where I'm yeah. actually being paid because. Oh, trying to get people to come out to an actual show is fucking impossible. It's fucking pulling teeth. Yeah. That's why it's like, I don't know. It's like having an Instagram following and a Facebook following is cool, but it's so oversaturated. I mean, what are you going to say? It's like, oh, there's so many comedians out there, but there like really are a ton of comedians out there. Yeah. Comedians, yeah. I would say. like, I think there's probably about like realistically – Three three hundred working comics. Well, I mean, we. It's funny, like some of the guys that we know work a lot, mm-hmm. and then a lot of people we know, like me, no. fucking work in between, like their regular job. Like I don't know, I can't. Since I moved from my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. I can't justify like. Not that I wasn't making money when I was living there, but like. I had way less responsibility and I could have done way shittier gigs or a, a bigger quantity of mm-hmm. gigs. And now it's like, if it's not worth my time, yeah. I just don't go. Like, I'm not really interested in going to a, a bar show with, you know, 10 people. Even though it's like, oh, you're getting on stage or whatever. It's like, yeah, but yeah. gas is fucking $4 a gallon and I'm making 15 You know what I mean? Yeah. It just... It gets discouraging. I'm a discouraged little boy. <laughs> that was, it was funny when I had lamp. Like I did, I just put this TV up. Oh, dude, this movie, the Black Phone. I went. To, I took a chick to go see it. They just played a commercial for the Black Phone on the TV. And uh, I'm a faggot when it comes to scary movies. 
And uh, same boat, man. I, I will not watch them. Yeah, so I I match with this girl on uh, like Bumble or some shit like that, and she's like, "Oh, let's go, let's go see this movie, The Black Phone." And uh, my friends are like, "Oh, dude, you're gonna be like so scared. It's fucking whatever." And I had no idea what it was about. So it's about child abduction. I thought it was gonna be about ghosts or something, you know, mm-hmm. something spooky. But uh, it's like this guy abducts. Spoiler alert: guy abducts a bunch of kids, and sounds he, like a gentleman he kills them. Um, and then he abducts another boy, and then the ghosts of the other boys talk to the living little boy and teach him how to escape from the murder room. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's an Opie and Anthony bit uh, that Jim Dorn used to do, and Anthony, and they would. Uh, it was called Good Boy Phone and Naughty Boy Phone, <laughs> and uh, you know they had two cell phones, one yeah. for their regular girlfriends to see, and then one to text whores on yeah and uh there was a little song and it was called like good boy phone and my naughty boy phone so like i always just think about that i'm always laughing about that and uh the movie's called black phone and there's a phone yeah or whatever and uh the dude starts leaving the door unlocked it's like this panic room Mm -hmm. the boy's locked in there and uh, one of the ghost boys is like don't go up there he's waiting to play naughty boy and it zooms up the staircase, and there's a shirtless guy in a mask with a belt off, and he's sitting at the top of the staircase. And it's clearly supposed to be a menacing scene. Yeah. And I'm in the theater howling <laughs> with laughter. Like, literally tears coming. Down. And the girl I was with was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, you can't explain in the yeah. theater. Like, oh, the good boy phone and the naughty boy phone. And it's like, he was about you to... you seen Opie and Anthony? And the implication. The implication was, if the boy went up the stairs, he was going to be severely beaten with the belt yeah. and then butt fucked. Yeah, not funny at all. The funniest thing I ever heard at that exact moment, he, the kid's voice was like, oh, "Don't go up there. He he wants to play Naughty Boy." And I literally was like, "Oh my fucking god, dude! Oh fuck!" What, I It'd be can't. even funnier if it was Jim Norton in the mask. And it was straight to DVD. That's funny. I literally saw that movie maybe a, a six weeks ago. I feel really? like, yeah. And that was a that was a DVD commercial, or hmm. whatever. And Not I, even Blu-ray DVD. What uh, the hell's up with this guy? I don't know. I haven't seen Batwoman once in this movie. This is the most scientific place in all of Mexico. Oh, they're in Acapulco. Oh. Is that where they are? Well, I, I just said. Vigilante one. Yeah, these movies stink. Check out Midnight Pulp. It's a Samsung free TV channel, and it's 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 honestly fucking great. I keep saying it stinks. It plays a lot of shitty movies. Plays a lot of good kung fu movies though. Um, but yeah, it's just shit that I would never. I would never fucking watch this. Like I would never go to. You know what's funny? <laughs> You know Nate 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 yeah. Marks Nate I Marks from like... Episode One Dick Blood. Um, <laughs> he, the he works at a fucking video store. Really? At a flea market. That everything about this man I love. Uh, those two things are like ancient history: a mm-hmm. video store and a flea market. Yeah. And he's got both markets apparently cornered. Uh, and I think it's fun, but like this is the shit that you would find at a video store. Fucking oh, Batwoman. The thing I love about these old movies is you realize just they let shit fly. Like, there's people chain smoking left and right. I'm like, oh, the good old days. I was just about to ask you if you heard beeping in your headphones, and I realized they're boiling water, and it's like a tea kettle noise mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Fucking stinks. This Dude, speaking stinks. of Nate Marks, I did um, 
Joe Ferrero show at the Ice House. Oh yeah, uh, how was that venue? I haven't been there. It's fun. Uh, Looks like a nice stage. I did not have the best set, and I blame that on just having shitty energy and not being funny. Um, but Nate, he goes up there. He's supposed to do a fifteen-minute spot. Mm-hmm. He runs the light by like half an hour, and it's the funniest fifty minutes of musical comedy. At the end of all of, and he was doing it as a. Have you seen his uh, his uh, character Rachel Rubens? Yeah, he cross dresses. He wears a dress and uh, does with a shave. blue wig. Yeah, and he calls himself Rachel Rubens. So, when he was done with his set, he gets up, turns his ass to the crowd, lifts up the dress, and just flashes his bag to everyone. Standing ovation. He's amazing. He's everything I want to be. I wish I could be as on. As he is like in normal conversation on stage. He's an interesting guy. I have some. I'll tell you some things off air because he yeah. asked me not the same. I got. Gotcha. It was. F- well, we well, we had a good podcast, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where like, you know how like you just came in and we kind of sat down and I like just turned everything on and now we're like yeah you know, like me and him fucking talked for an hour beforehand yeah and we were so you're nice and like warmed up yeah but like then. It wasn't, like, so natural, so we were... I was running, like, an interview show or whatever, but, like, he fucking off-air told me some shit, and I was, like, having my David Letterman moment. I was like, you bitch, why didn't we fucking talk about this? And it's like, well, I'm some nobody, and this is powerful information that he released to me that is, you know, socially damnifying or whatever, and here I am, I'm just rubbing my... Jew fingers together like Ugh, I, I should, should how be. can we monetize yeah, this uh, straight up I'm like oh, we'll make hats we'll make hats and it's like no, no, no fuck that uh, you smell a shekel I, I do I'm actually half half J are you so, yeah did not I, know that my mom my mom's side my great grandma was hanging out in Poland and then you know Hitler stopped by for that seven year tea party and uh, <laughs> my great grandma caught some of that pierogi like, yeah, they were like, uh, oh, we're going to Czechoslovakia for a birthday party and just didn't bring anything and hung out. And... Yeah. What a place to hang out, fucking Czechoslovakia. Well, have you been? You're you're uh, Armenian, right? Albanian. Albanian. Yeah. Okay. Same breed of garbage, basically. So have you been to Albania? No. And I have a strict policy where I don't plan on it. I was going to say is that it seems iffy here's the thing like uh it's more of a personal reason for me uh my grandfather both my grandparents sets of grandparents uh they escaped albania because it used to be a communist country um my grandfather when he was 11 years old my grandfather my father's side i should say um his his father was arrested as a traitor to the albanian government because he gave shelter to someone who like stole bread or something. And when they caught the guy, they're like, who gave you shelter? Who gave, who kept you from us? And after torturing him, they gave up my uh, great grandfather. They then tortured my great grandfather and my grandfather for like a year or two and then executed my great grandfather. And my grandfather watched the whole thing. He was like 11 years old when this happened. I'm like, so there's still those types of idiots in there. I'm like, on principle, I'm not going. Yeah, it seems like a wow. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Communism's fucking crazy. Oh yeah, it's it's wild. Wow, that was yeah. a shocking. That was a shocking. Statement. Yeah, nothing really like a, nothing to 
really like keep the conversation going like oh yeah my grandfather watched his father get executed well it just makes me seeming like when i say oh i don't want to go to italy because i'll have to go hang out with my fucking family in the village with the goats or whatever but like you know yeah nobody's getting murdered just yeah well now it's better i think but the economy shit that whole region the economy's fucked anywhere where their whole like thing is like like tourism it's it's it got fucked because of COVID. It wasn't good before, but now it's fucking. My coworker's in Romania right now. He mm-hmm. fucking loves Romania. He says that and Hungary. He says you could spend very little money in Hungary oh, and yeah. ball out. Yeah, like any third world country in that area, you could spend like probably fifteen bucks and eat like a king. Yeah, because they were he he did last year. He went to uh, Europe for a I think it was a month or. Maybe it was two months, but he was like, they were conserving money for the most part, you know, yeah. like not spending on crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, regular accommodations in Hungary were so cheap that he was able to ball out and be like middle classing it how he was through all the other mm-hmm. countries. But be like, you know, because they were in hostels or some shit. And he got like a, you know, super nice hotel and the taxi services and dinner and shit like yeah. that. Well, it's because their economy is so in the shit that they're like, you you have American money? F- yeah, fuck yeah, come over. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> Tom King. This fucking... It's just so many bad. Tom King. Every for country's Congress. bad. This. this Hi, I'm Tom Keen. I got this Hungary pink shirt stinks. on. Albania stinks. Oh, I hate that fucking, whole region. Oh my god. I don't know. Is this guy telling the truth? Is Tom Malinowski really fucking... He followed Nancy Pelosi. Oh, God. Look at her neck. I would Ugh. fuck her neck. What a place to shoot a... Like a fucking... A political ad. At the produce section of a Kroger's. Yeah, what an awful picnic-colored shirt. <laughs> I wish ants fucking crawled over him and bit him in the neck. What an asshole. What are these people, playing Wii Sports? What fucking year is this? I don't... We're watching what? a movie from 1958. They're playing Wii Tennis. Tom Keen's Wait in a, a fucking grocery store. The, the, are they implying that the black family just stole that guy's TV? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But fingers crossed what? they play this what commercial the again fuck? three more times. Oh, Oh, no, it's supposed to be the black guy smart because he got hippo oh, insurance. and the white idiot. Oh, oh look Well, you don't have the sound on and you let your imagination run. Oh, look at this white idiot. Oh, this guy didn't know that pipes freeze and now he's... Now, all right, well, how is it frozen but water spraying out? Exactly. Yeah. Weird, bad commercial. I should get this. I have a home. Mm-hmm. What's wrong here? I have to, that's the thing, too. I have to, like, like give a shit about things now. Oh, that's like I'm my own landlord, and like, so like yeah, if shit like yeah, like a couple of days ago there was a like a million and a half yellow jackets in the backyard, Ooh. and uh, I didn't know where they were coming from, so I was like cutting my lawn, and then like uh, I opened the the door to my shed, and from behind the door of my shed, all these fucking yellow jackets started coming out, so I'm spr- yeah. I'm, I'm spraying, I'm murdering them. I murder about a hundred. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. I fucking just rock this shit. And then like, lo and behold, I barely put a dent in what was an even bigger nest 
in the in the ceiling of the shed. Oh my and I was god. like, oh my god. Yeah, so I spent like four days just like coming home from work, putting on a sweatshirt, going outside, spraying eighteen dollars worth of hornet killer fucking up there, and like, I was like, but the drug addict inside of me was just like, I'll leave it. It'll be winter in three months. They'll die then. No big deal. So I was like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. I have neighbors and shit. Like, yeah. Having a swarm of bees. I get stung a lot at work. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you do the the pool gig, right? Yeah, I'm a I'm a pool pool man, pool tech. But yeah, last year I got stung. I pulled a, a hose over a ground nest. And I got stung like 15 times. And it was fucking so painful. And then I went to go tell the lady at the house I got stung. I was like, uh, I just got stung by like a ton of bees. I just want to let you know. She's like, oh, the bees are still there. I was like, oh, word, you knew about the bees. Oh, that bitch. Oh, I know. But you're right. It was uh, it was already too late. I she was knew there was buzzing Puerto Ricans in her ground, and she still yeah. They were fucking. It was the most. I was exaggerating when I said a thousand. I really probably had fifty yellow jackets back here, and I killed mm. like fifteen, and I felt like a champion. But uh, I pulled the hose over this bush or whatever, and there was a visible cloud of yellow jackets. That's how many there were. Like it was hundreds. Like, for sure, hundreds. And I was getting stung all over the place. It was fucking crazy. That and dog bite. I get bit at least three times a year by dogs. On on, on the when you What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, people just leave their dogs outside. And we come in their backyard at leisure. And sometimes the dog's back there. and they butt. Like, I've, there's plenty of friendly dogs. 85% of the dogs I deal with, friendly. Like scratches, no mm-hmm. big deal. 15%. Either they're le- legitimately trained murder dogs, mm-hmm. like for rich people's houses, or just cunt dogs. Like, these rich people just have a dog because it was cool to take pictures with a puppy or whatever, and they just leave it out in the backyard, and they are fucking vicious, dude. Vicious. Take them to the calf all the time. Literally. Yeah, I know. And of course I don't sue, because I'm a good employee. Mm-hmm. You know, the business. All I do is make money for the company. Oh, look, it's Batwoman. She's finally here. Show us your tits. You think all the you think all the countries on my globe are accurate? <laughs> that might be one of those out of time fucking globes where it still says USSR. She just picked up a folder that it was in Spanish, but you could clearly tell that it's it had the evil plan like written out verbatim. Yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of backstory to a lot of these movies. Yeah, turn the light off. That makes you inconspicuous. But she's I, wearing her, she's she, wearing lingerie. She's got rocking tits for yeah. 1960 whatever this is. Damn, she's pretty hot. The Batwoman yeah. Luchador movie. Look it up. This is what we're watching. No, dude, she's at peace. But she's also wearing like a like a 10-year-old's Batman costume she's on her. She's got like fucking mom bod though like they mm-hmm. they were still just smoking cigarettes and not doing sit-ups mm-hmm. so she's just like i mean listen I'm yeah like, where their weight loss routine which is don't eat and throw I up i mean look at the two of us it's like we're, we're like oh look at her fat stomach or i'm a fucking piece of garbage so i mean god bless her if she actually fucked me oh look at this guy in the... they got guns why wouldn't they just shoot this bitch She's definitely not wearing body armor. What? Are you... <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh man! Uh, oh, God. For the listeners, 
she was not facing these guys that got the jump on her. Oh, she's karate oh, yeah. chopping him. Now the evil doctor is coming. Oh, she threw acid in his face or something. What's with the acid you on this the... channel? I don't know. I, I guess you have even... to be on acid to enjoy this. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep... Sm oh, no, his face, dude. Oh, his completely normal face. I'm suing. I'm going to sue. Punitive Miguel, damages. I didn't sign up for this. This is punitive. bullshit. He'll get punitive damages. Fucking. Yep. So where, where's your show at tonight? You got a show in New York tonight? Yeah, I got a show in... Who's on the like, lineup? Uh, Anybody that I know besides you? I don't know if you met them. Uh, Joe Alfano's going to be on it. He's an upstate New York guy. Anthony Quinn and uh, Andrew Rich. I know uh, Andrew Rich and Anthony yeah. Quinn. Oh, we actually... Uh, by what, are you way, doing I mean, a 15 minute set tonight? What? You're doing a 15 minute set? I believe so, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, speaking of Anthony Quinn, uh, Taylor Bernstein or Taylor Andrews. Yeah, uh, what's the deal with that? Why does he keep changing his name? Well, is his last name legally Bernstein? Yeah, that's his actual last name. But so is that what he teaches under? I keep thinking because he teaches, he doesn't yeah, want to be associated. Yeah, he had to because he got fired from the last one. He's been pretty open about it. There's a whole thing. If you ask him, he'll tell you. But. Yeah, uh, because of like comedy related stuff, he got let go from his last, or he got asked to resign, um, and so he changed the his like a stage persona to Taylor. Okay, Andrews. yeah, because I was doing that show at the Emmaus Theater with him, and he went on under Taylor Andrews, mm -hmm. and I was like, mm, that's kind of weird or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. You know how many teachers I know that fucking snort blow and fucking are alcoholics. And shit, this asshole just wants to write some comedy fucking guitar yeah. riffs. And he doesn't even drink or do nothing. He's like a no, pretty decent role yeah. model, besides for his sh shitty comedy songs. You know? <laughs> I mean, they're not shitty. He's yeah. fucking talented or whatever, but like, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but he's our friend, so they're crap. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't let anyone know they're successful. Yeah. Like, if you're nice to your friends, they're not your friends. I know, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy that people were like, like I answer all my phone calls to my friends, like "What's up, queer?" And like, obviously, none of them are gay, but if you don't call them queer, yeah. how are they gonna know you care? Yeah, if you don't insult them out the top, like a buddy of mine, like he asked me a question about, like he sent me a bit. I'm like, I think that you and this bit should go kill yourselves, and he's like, "Love you too, man." I get nervous about posting on people's Instagram pictures mm. and stuff. Because there's a lot of fucking tools that we do comedy with that put yeah. shit up. And I want to put a little jab underneath the picture. But then I don't want to have to explain myself if it goes yeah. wrong. Or like her, his grandmother comments on it. It's like, yeah. my grandson doesn't suck biker dicks or whatever. <laughs> or, you know, whatever I was going to say. He's a good boy. Yeah. But, Granted, the premise wasn't good. Like, I send you shit. Like, and I send, like, VJ stuff. Like, he'll put up pictures and it's <laughs> just like, uh, you fucking attention-seeking horror <laughs> where it's like i'm doing the same thing and it's just like i don't know you don't tiktok right no oh, yeah you do i'm i have one i don't post shit though. i should get one but i i don't know i don't want to whore myself like that i know i'm, I'm so 30, hesitant you know yeah I, I can't be doing fucking flash dances in the street or whatever i find that questionable yeah that's 
I don't appreciate like I don't know if you've seen those like uh TikToks or real whatever you get your like instant gratification videos of those people that like will corner people on the street like and ask them like really like pointed questions. Those people annoy the fuck out of me. Yeah, and they're all terrible interviewers yeah. anyway. Well, that actually uh there's a comedian that we know, Rob Stant, mm-hmm. that does some of those, and he's actually pretty funny or yeah. whatever. But yeah, those like, oh, would you, the hot girls, like, yeah. oh, would you fuck me or whatever? Yeah. It's just like, obviously stupid. Like, yeah. Who's going to say no? Only queers. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, obviously you're not going to put those videos up, so yay, yay for you. Views. I mean, God bless those internet whores, though. Oh, dude. If I if- had a rocking pair of tits... I do, but nothing else about me screams sexy. You could sexy. probably make money. There's probably if you jerked off on camera. There's probably oh guys yeah. That there's a niche it. market. Like I'm, I, I was dating a girl who was a uh, like taking feet pictures. Mm-hmm. Like she would jerk me off with her feet and stuff like that, and send nice. guys pictures of like my foot come or whatever. And uh, we went to Colorado. She she paid for a vacation to Colorado on foot money, hmm. and like, you know, I, I support that. A hundred percent. Like make your money where you can make your money. Yeah. There's a million horny dudes out there exploit them sell socks sell yeah. underwear i don't give a shit fucking make that hustle but it's unfortunate that i can't sell my used hanes underwear hanes underwear mm-hmm. you know that'd be a sick sponsor like hanes sends me underwear and i just <laughs> shitty them up and then fucking mail them out after a long day of working on pools oh my god i have horrendous ass sweat you gotta get like the tidy whitey so the salt stains like form nice and like bright i have like literally the worst tank top tan right now. Like my arms are golden brown and my chest is white as like the moon. I have moon chest. It's cause I'm, I have moon tits. Fucking. That's the worst thing too. Like you work for like a real company, right? Like you have like, like I work for a more, town. Yeah. You have more than like 50 employee. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, technically. So yeah. like I work for a very small company and like my boss is also HR. And like, oh, God. so I'll just be at work or whatever. And like, I tuck my shirt into my my pants sometimes because my my stomach hair is so long. I don't want to zip it up in my in my zipper, um, or get it stuck in my belt. And uh, my boss is just like, "Oh my god, you're a fat piece of shit! Look at your fucking awful body!" Like they just call me mm-hmm. fucking they they call me Dojo at work because I used to teach karate. Mm-hmm. So, but my boss calls me Froyo because he says my body is the same consistency as frozen yogurt. <laughs> And it's like, that's not a good way. Like, I mean, obviously, here we are, two comedians. Yeah. It's like, I'm in my truck sensitive that my my boss tells me I have fucking custard body. And he's not wrong. It's like, I go to the gym, and I pump my chest mm-hmm. and arms and, like, back. And I haven't done a sit-up in, like, a year. And it shows, like, obviously. Like, I have a gut. But I'm not willing to change that. Like the other day, I was gonna go for a run. Like, yeah. You ever get those delusions of oh, grandeur? Yeah. They're like, yeah. I can fix everything if I just like consistent for a little bit. And, and I was like, away. I have a coke problem. I can't just start fucking doing cardio out of the blue. Like maybe I'll like, you know, power walk down the street or something yeah. like that. But like I'm, I had this fantasy where I'm like, oh, I'll just run to the circle in Easton, which for people is only like a mile and a quarter. From here, so it'd be like a three mile run, but okay. like I would collapse, like I would literally collapse. I haven't ran. What was the last time you ran because you had to? Because I had to fucking high school for like sports and That's shit. What I'm saying it's yeah, been it's, literally a decade. Yeah, I've done nothing for like my own health, like nothing like I had to. Like it's always like like you said, like a 
like you know what today is when i'm gonna fix everything and it it never sticks i've also gotten to the point now where i can't just go for a run because i've gotten so fat i can (laughs) injure myself yeah like you're fucking tearing acl yeah mcl like you got you got medical insurance it's that's just expensive yeah one run could cost you yeah thirty five thousand dollars i've become my own like biggest enemy just by not taking care of myself yeah, like the way i was I supposed to completely like you keep i keep like i said i keep forgetting like i'm losing track of how long ago things were mm-hmm. so like i'll say something like oh i've only been doing coke for like four years and then i realize i'm 28 and it's like good god it's been like nine years <laughs> and i'm like why is my nose falling off and my hair is turning gray and shit like it's that fucking perpetual Spider-Man meme. It's like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> it's me doing it. It's just like... Going full out uh, Artie Lang. Yeah, I'm just fucking a mess. Honestly, I didn't know Coke could do that to like, you know... But he also he probably... He was snorting pills. He was snor- yeah, He crushed up pills with a salt shaker, I heard. But I also heard... When I was working at the Comedy Cove, and he was doing the... Uh, he had a show and I was bartending or whatever. And like uh, when I opened the bar, there was a bookie there waiting mm. for him. And I've, I've heard stories that a bookie like fucking busted his face up too. Ooh. Yeah. Which yeah, is possible. He's a nice guy. Yeah. I like him though. Whatever. Yeah, he's funny. As fuck, he tells dude. a great story about uh, who was, I can't, it's not going to be as funny if I don't remember the actor, actress or whatever. I don't know. Some bitch is on Howard Stern's show fucking talking about, it was like Suzanne Summers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, tearing up about winning an Oscar or something like that. And already fell asleep from heroin on the mic. And just <laughs> audibly snores into the, the microphone and fucking, he's like, yeah, I've never been funnier in all my years. Knock out heroin fucking snoring. Into the mic. That's fucking amazing. That's, it was amazing. Not uh, as amazing as she's in a bat the bomb. Batwoman. She's in a, a, a Mercury Buick? Grand Marquis, yeah. Oh my god. It's actually not a bad chase scene for... But she's also driving just like a woman. Yeah, she's all over the road. Mm-hmm. And they drive on the left side in Spain? I guess. They got a regular setup on the car. Huh. Well. Also like how there's just regular cars parked on the side. Well, they probably didn't have permits for this. Oh. They probably literally just filmed this during a regular day of traffic. <laughs> oh, my God. These guys have awful... They're little... wearing masks. Everyone's in costume now. Oh, this movie has everything. It does. Oh, there's a stray... Did you see that stray dog in the yep. street? <laughs> like, they didn't even have somebody shoo the dog. They were hoping that somebody would hit the dog. That road's not even paved. Yeah, it's... Fucking some... They're in Mexico. They're in Mexico in 19... 19- they all just got out to greet her. Oh my god. Dramatic music. Because there, there's a henchman getting in the car. Drama! Did you ever do any like school plays? No. And the only reason I didn't was because the theater kids at my school were fucking weird. Yeah, Which I know is an understatement. Like, it's like it goes without saying. Absolutely. I had to. Yeah, we had to Did do. You? Yeah, we because I can't draw or nothing. Yeah. so I took a class called performing arts. Oh, okay. and I had to. Act oh, they in a forced play. you guys. Yeah, we had to act and oh, okay. play at the end of the, uh, the end of the semester. The only thing the I did to do with that was for middle school. They forced us. You had to do band or choir. I'm like, I don't know how to play an instrument, so I'm gonna lip sync this entire concert. I was in the band. I was in the jazz band. Nice. I played the trumpet. 
Nice. And then I played the bass. And then I played, uh, I lied about playing the xylophone. I said I could play the xylophone, and then they let me play the xylophone, and <laughs> I fucking didn't know how to play the xylophone. Also, what an idiot I was. Like, what if, this is how much of a B-list fucking nobody I am. Like, you're a kid, you could pick any instrument to play, or lie about playing, and I lied about being able to play the xylophone. Like, because I could play the bass and the trumpet, mm-hmm. and I, like, who the fuck cares if you play the xylophone? What a faggot i was i was a little faggot thank god i've turned out to be the emotionless monster that lies here today (laughs) if you would have met me literally 10 years ago i was such a well i was still kind of normal well i was always normal but boy was i an emotional faggot oh the younger me when i think back to the half the shit i used to do i'm like Oh, you should. You definitely should so have committed suicide. Oh, at some so point. cringe. I have a lot of cringeworthy moments that I have to blo- block out with drugs. <laughs> I block them out with drugs. But yeah, dude. Oh my god. Like being in relationships and stuff. I. It's possible if things played out how seventeen-year-old me would have played out, I would be married and probably divorced by now, already. So thank God that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm never getting married. Oh, yeah, like, 15-year-old me, he's like, yeah, by the time I'm, like, 23, I'm going to be married. By the time I'm 25, I'm going to have a kid. Thank God I don't have any of that, So man. many people I know are having kids and getting married. I don't know why they're doing it. It's good, though. My friends' wives mostly hate me, so they don't invite me to the weddings, which is, like, so clutch. That's a godsend right there. Oh, my God, you look so beautiful in your dress. It's like I've seen literally pictures of cum on your face. <laughs> my friends are degenerates. And then they're like, I'm getting married to her. I love her. And it's like, do you? All right. Whatever. It's like, yeah, what does this picture you say? You can park your boat at my house when she fucking takes the house in five years. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm going to – I'm like five years away from acquiring a bunch of my friends' shit that they have to leave here during their divorces. You know? And that's how you pay for the mortgage. You just become a storehouse for all your yeah, divorcing friends. Yeah, my, my friends. closed basement just becomes a, a, a U-Haul storage facility for divorced dad's fucking hobbies and shit. Dude, I I know this is like a hack topic, but like we're both hitting that age where everyone we know is like pumping out kids. Yeah. And it freaks me the I'm fuck out. I'm going to get a vasectomy. Laser vasectomy. Yeah, 500 it, bucks. It's, there's so many ugly kids. Oh, yeah. Ugly kids. That's the thing. I had corrective, like, dental shit, and mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have, like, any cosmetic surgery or anything like that. I guess I'm relatively normal. But, but yeah, I, I'd be fucked up. I have fucked up teeth if I didn't, uh, you know, my kids would have fucked up teeth, mm-hmm. too. And not even that. They don't think about, like, when they get married and start having kids, they only think about, like, okay, it's only going to be the best qualities from the both of us. Yeah. And then the kid comes out with, like, her weak chin and his giant forehead oh, yeah. looking like a doorstop. Well, those are those, like, like one of my coworkers is, like, his ancestor came over on the Mayflower yeah. or some shit. And then they've just only been fucking white people since 17. <laughs> and this is probably goes on before that. Like, that mm-hmm. asshole was probably, you know, this probably goes on to the 1400s. It's just, like... If you're just only, like... His whole lineage is just glue. Yeah, he's just... Not not saying he's ugly, but it's just, like... He's not one of those mixed babies that you want to fucking kiss. <laughs> I'm getting a phone call right now. I was thinking about answering it on the podcast. <laughs> I might do that. I'm going to do that. You're on the podcast right now. Oh, my bad. Who is the... Announce yourself. Jeff Davidson on the podcast with Basim Tanusi. You're coming through the mic. What's going on? Not much. 
you want me to call you when I'm done and we're going to hang out and go be degenerates? Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. All right, I'll be done. We've been recording for an hour and three minutes, 32 seconds, so we got like another 30 minutes maybe in us. Nice. Yeah, you know, it's hard being this handsome mm. and funny and talented for almost no money. <laughs> All right. Thanks for real. You know, you're on my national show. I'm syndicated in zero countries. All right, well, I'll call you. Goodbye. That's it. Like we said, you can't call my friend if they don't shit on you. Right? What a fucking piece of shit. Like, you couldn't just be like, yeah, my boy's handsome and his dick is passable in fucking, you know, good light or whatever. Mm -hmm. And instead I get that. He's just like, boo. And then he's going to come over and be like, how'd your shit cast go? Like, I don't, you know what, whatever. I fucking, what what am I going to do? It's only Saturday, too. I did too much drugs last night, and now I'm, like, fried, and then I'm, like, I'll just sleep the rest of the day away, and it's really, like, 2.30 in the afternoon on yeah. a Saturday. Like, you're going to go be a productive adult for, you know, a few hours, Yeah, and no. I intend to finish the coke that I have on my tray and play Skyrim for, allegedly, allegedly I'm going to do that. I keep forgetting that, because people know where I live. Allegedly I'm going to do that. This is all, <laughs> this is an actor. I'm an actor. None of the things I say are true. His name's... Whatever he said his name is, that's not actually his name. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to finish those drugs. Yeah, allegedly. Gonna, and then I'm going to play Skyrim. And then I'm going to probably go score some more drugs. Because it's... Honestly, the part you should and, be saying allegedly to is the Skyrim. Yeah, but they just came out with the new anniversary edition. Which is just the same game. It's exactly the same thing. Oh my god, you're fucking right. What is wrong with me? Like, instead of... Editing comedy yeah. videos and putting them on the internet. Like, before you came over, mm-hmm. I literally was playing Skyrim. It's the same game it was since, what, 2008? I, I, I'm I'm jaded. I'm jaded. I'm, I'm like that South Park episode where Stan thinks everything is shit. Like every, <laughs> I'm just watching movies from 1950. Mm-hmm. I'm playing games from 2006. I'm listening to Opie and Anthony from 2013. I'm, it's, something's wrong with me, I don't know. I'm Simpler living, times, I guess. Yeah, except they weren't, they were just no. shit. Everything was shitty. We, like, because we were young and had our lives ahead of us, we're like, oh, those were the best times. And then people say you're so young, like my grandma, well, God bless my grandmother, she's fucking delusional, but she's like, like, I don't make a shit living, but she, everything, I'm not a nuclear physicist, so mm-hmm. she's like, when are you gonna get a better job, or whatever, and then she's like, you could go back to school if you wanted. And, like, you just can't explain to her, like, the Steve Buscemi meme where he's fucking wearing the backpack and he's got the skateboard and he's going, hello, fellow kids. Yeah. And how much I would relate to that walking into a community college classroom and seeing, like, an 18-year-old. And Dude, it was the weirdest thing. Like, when I was going to school for uh, engineering, every so often there would be, like, older people, like, trying to, like, like learn something new or, like, change careers. And they were always the ones that struggled the most. I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? you're not supposed to be doing that. Like, I don't know. It's it's like one of those things. It's like everyone's like, America, the home of the free, and you could do it. And it's like, no. <laughs> this is just as bad as every other country. You're just as stupid as mm-hmm. everyone else. Don't kid yourself. Just because you saw a DeVry University commercial on the TV and a black woman went from, you know, working at a Denny's to fucking having a fake IT degree. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? That they have to pay those people like 
a hundred. It's some crazy number, like two hundred and fifty million dollars, because DeVry University is a scam or something like that. One of those fucking ITT Tech or something. Yeah, I don't fucking remember. All of them are questionable. But uh, yeah, like I'm twenty eight. There's no way I'm going back and getting a bachelor's degree. You could, but it's like, it, why? It's not likely. I dropped out of community college twice. I haven't done any formal education in 10 years. Like, yeah. And not for nothing, most colleges are a scam now. Yeah, it's like, it's so expensive. they charge you a crap ton of like money for the same education you could get anywhere. Like, Yeah, I'd like to say I'm pretty well read as far as like, I'm up to date. You know, I, like history is so, talking with girls and like i forget what i i made a oh this bitch was like oh we're she's like oh i'm staying at this house and it was built in like 1863 mm-hmm. and i was like how the fuck were they building this house like the civil wars raging so like i wanted to know like the particulars like oh shit were like these just like old dudes building the house or like mm-hmm. i don't know were they back on leave or something like, and she's like I didn't even know the Civil War was during that time. And I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Like, what the fuck? And she has a well, a good paying job. Like, Oh, yeah, don't don't kid yourself. Just because someone has a college degree does not mean that they're intelligent. I can tell but, you firsthand, my friend went to Ivy League school and a few of the guys he roommate with were filthy rich and never went to class and now they're all like six-figure lawyers of course like that and it's i mean i respect them fuck yeah i hope they still invite me to party out with them and shit like that (laughs) but you know all that good lawyer coke allegedly ivy league coke allegedly allegedly everything's alleged yeah so stupid everything's fucking stupid and the other thing too is like Eventually, once I become famous, I'll have to go back and edit these podcasts and bleep out the swears. Mm-hmm. So I'll have corporate sponsors. Where's my dick pill sponsors? I've been asking since episode two for dick pill sponsors. And I blue figured... Chew. I, I, it doesn't even need to be blue chew. It could be some shitty Chinese one that gives you, like, fucking brain cancer. <laughs> I don't the John Jones dick pills. But I want some checks coming in the mail with some sponsors. I'll sell butt plugs. I'll sell dick pills. I'll sell reverse mortgages. I don't give a shit. I used to sell windows on the street for money. So I'm not below swindling an old person into getting a second mortgage. I mean, mortgage. that's the best person to swindle because they have nobody around them. They, they're they not up to date on technology. It's The money's there for the taking. I had several very good weeks thanks to very gullible old people and... I don't regret saying that. That was a different. I was a different person then, mm-hmm. but boy, was it easy to fucking convince them to do almost anything. And all I had to do was, except to come out to comedy. Yeah. There well, you, you don't want old fucking biddies at comedy. Remember that? Some old of them bit? are fun. Like, remember at the rat when we'd wish cancer oh, on that Lord. one old lady, and she'd fucking come back every week and get into another alcoholic stupor. Oh, God. What a fucking out of touch bitch she was. The worst. That's the one that Otis flipped on. Yes. That was hilarious. That was the one. Oh, my God. Yeah, this lady would come and just be like... like, She would come to have a bad time, which is always the sign that comedy is going great. Well, it's like, would you go to an opera and heckle the person singing the opera? You know what? Now I kind of want to. I mean, whatever. Who goes to an opera anyway? But, like, this bitch would just, like... She's never been told... To shut her fucking mouth 
and she was getting it every week here, and she wasn't loving it. And then she basically we had to stop making fun of her because she was tattling on us mm-hmm. to the owner, and the owner, she spent so much money on Grey Goose there. You know, she was keeping the bar afloat that we had to uh, 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 accommodate her needs. Fucking bitch. She was the only thing keeping them from going under. Well, they unfortunately did go under. Uh. Fucking over. I still can't believe that's fucking bananas. I didn't know it was from a divorce. Yeah. I mean, it's hilarious. But... Yeah. Yeah. And the bar's completely gone now. Or is it's it still gone. there, but it's They're like new selling management? It, but it's not... It, it's not the same as it always was. It's been uh, like that for years. It was fucking... I don't know. I'm glad that it's over, though. I was tired of fucking... Doing hosting's tough, for man. Free. It, it takes the energy right out of you. I love hosting, honestly. Hosting is one of my favorite things to do. It's harder to, like... Go up there and just do your set. When you're hosting, you could be so much more free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just I was talking to like Joe gets all freaked out about that because he opens his own shows mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, I fucking hate hosting. I was like, dude, I'll host every show for you. Like, <laughs> I don't care about, you know, I have my material or whatever, but like, I'm willing to put myself on the line like that. You're also very good at like talking to people like off the cuff. Dude, he gets like... Like, you've been carrying this whole podcast the entire time. (laughs) I was voted most friendly in high school, Basim. I have a... Yeah, well, too bad we can't make it... But, fucking goddammit. Like, you can't make any money in radio anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's like... When I was going to that fucking Ted Nugent concert, my dad had NJ1015 on. And that fucking... Those pussies, Dominsky and Doyle, were on. And they stink. They stink. Every radio jockey whatever the fuck they called personality fucking Bro, blows but it was five o'clock drive time okay and like this fucking one of the two fags i don't know which one it is because you can't distinguish which one is who because mm-hmm. they have the same voice yeah and they're so monotone and fucking energyless. and he's like oh, oh we got we got two cats for the kids and uh they're both girl cats so they were like Name famous female duos or whatever. And then they picked up the phones for the next 15 minutes and 16 dumb bitches said Laverne and Shirley and fucking, uh, who, who are the two bitches that drove over the, the cliff? Oh, uh, you know, it's Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Okay. So 15 and a half of those in a row and then, you know, dumb rambling and I was like, oh my god. And they're cracking up at their own jokes and shit like that. It fucking disgusted me. And I knew it's that It's like when was, a bad comic well, laughs a, at their jokes. There's definitely a... Whatever you call it, a station manager. And there's no way, like, they pop the headphones off. And then everyone's like, great show today, guys. Like, okay. They should be disgusted with how mediocre the show is. They should be paraded around the town square and then lit on fire. Like, Jay Black is the only funny guy that works on that station. And Steve Trevelisse is tolerable Mm -hmm. when he's not being an old man fucking... Because I think he's old as fuck now. I can't tell. But, like, dude, Bill Spadia can eat a thousand dicks. (laughs) He's a fucking insane person. And I used to... He's done shows at the Comedy Cove. Like, I've worked the door at the Comedy Cove for shit and, like... It's just nothing but hair that belongs on a fucking satin pillow coming up to see Bill Spadia and 
fucking colostomy bag central, mm-hmm. and he just fucking stinks. The whole station stinks. But it upsets me, because I'm going to fucking net leaves out of a pool, yeah. and these assholes are probably... They probably make good money. I don't oh, know how much for they make, sure. but, like, they're not making bad money. So, why... But I would... Ne- I don't know. I would never... Actually, here I am. I'd be like, oh, I'd never uh, stoop down. If they called right now, I would... Jump on that. Oh, my... I would... That's a place I find myself into. I talk so much shit, but I'm like... I know for a second, like, if Jimmy Fallon ever asked me to, like, to do, like, a like a spot on his show, yeah. I'll be like, yes, yes, 100%. I'll pretend, like, you're my favorite Same comedian thing. Like, ever. I was, I was joking with somebody about, like... Because I have off for four months during the winter or five months, and I was like, maybe I'll go do some cruise ship comedy. And then I was like, yuck, I'm not fucking dead or whatever. But then I was like, oh, wait, but, like, I'm a shitty seven-year comic. I'm not a 30-year headliner (laughs) or whatever. So it's like, oh, it's not beneath me to go fucking whore myself on a boat to a bunch of fucking, you know, fat people from the Midwest sailing from uh, Fort Lauderdale to, (laughs) you know... A place where they're like, oh, I didn't think there'd be this many black people here. Fucking un- insert island here. You know? <laughs> oh, look at this monster movie. There's a monster movie on now. I think Batman's over. Yeah, I need to I need to lose some of my self-integrity, I guess. And just start whoring myself out. Unfortunately, that's the only way to make it. I know. It's so sad. I don't want it to be like that. Remember when you just could be good at comedy? Yeah, and that's say, all hey, it took. Hey, you're funny. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, you're funny, but what's your uh, social media following? Like, oh, only 500 followers on Instagram? Uh, I lost. can't break 900 on Instagram. It fucking enrages me. I'm enraged. I'm enraged. I get jealous. Like, as soon as you leave, I'm just going to go on Instagram and see who else is doing shows tonight, and I'm not doing any shows. And I'm just going to fucking mumble under my breath. <laughs> And text my dealer. Allegedly. <laughs> fucking. Car dealer. Car yeah. dealer. Well, I do. I'm buying a new car this year. I'm buying a Mercedes. Yeah. I'm extending myself. I'm, I'm going full fucking N over here. And just <laughs> house payment, car payment, no money. Just bro- broker than I've ever been. But I'm American. Yeah. But I have a, a yeah. little piece of paper that has my tax ID on it. It says, I do things mm-hmm. for this city. I'm surprised there's not much... I have the window open, and I thought we were going to be hearing lots of good side noise, and there's almost nothing. What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? We could be like this sea monster. See, this is the problem, too. It's like, I don't know when to end these things. It's like, are you satisfied? Am I satisfied? I don't know. Who knows? I'm never satisfied. That's why I got this fat. But I'm also like... I should just be down here all the time with this mic on, just rambling. But I'm also not insane. So I don't know if I could go about having a conversation with myself for an hour and 20 minutes. Or, like, even 50 minutes, that seems like it would be. Yeah. You know who's really good with that? Like, uh, Bill Burr. That's what I'm saying. But he's Bill Burr. Yeah. And I'm some creep talking into a microphone. Yeah, but he used to be some creep at one point. I mean, I guess... You put such perspective on things. Why oh, you such a wise man, Vasim? I don't know. It's the hairline. It's the receding That's what it is. hairline. The, the hairline recedes and yeah. the knowledge improves. Yeah. All the wisdom has like areas to seep in through. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to accept the knowledge. I'm ready to glue a, 
hairpiece to the top of my head. Your hair looks good though. It's got it's receding. I got receding hairline. That's probably the worst it's gonna get though. I hope so. Cause you got that good Italian. Genetics. I know, but I'm like I said, I'm gray. I'm graying everywhere else. I got gray yeah, chest. Gray doesn't gray. mean that it's gonna fall out. It's just gray. I'm too young to be gray. I want it to be. I'm gonna. <laughs> I like when when they call fucking hair dye medicine. <laughs> be putting medicine in my beard. <laughs> having a black face, black lower cheeks. <laughs> oh God. Well. So you got a show tonight. Where's yeah. your show tonight? Let's let's Hyde close Park, this strong. Hyde Park, New York. All right, it's which a, is funny. It's at a He's... roller rink. It's a, at eleven o'clock at night. Beautiful. Are you gonna roller skate? You roller skated last time, right? I did. I, okay. dude. That's how I know I'm getting too old. Cause as a kid, I used to fucking Rip fly around. Yeah, you couldn't stop me. I was like a little like torpedo. I ate shit like fourteen times. And I'm too big to be eating you shit. You wearing elbow of. pads and knee pads? No. No, because I went in real cocky. I'm like, how hard could it be? You're going to hit your head, and then you're going to be like a wheelchair. You're going to be yeah. like Stephen Hawking comedian. <laughs> and I'll be saying things to you like, but see, remember when we had such a good time? And you'll be like, we were having such a good time at the podcast. And then I split my head. We had a great conversation. Yeah. And then I got cocky on wheels. Yeah, we have and to now like, I'm always on wheels. Yeah, we'd have to wheel you me. to like the edge of a beach because your <laughs> fucking wheelchair isn't beach compliant. So you'd have to we'd wheel you to the boardwalk and then throw sand at you. Like, oh, if you feel I the, feel Muslim again. I I like the beach. And it's like, oh god. Oh boy. Well, this was an exciting uh, recap. You can catch Basim. Tonight in New York, uh, obviously this isn't going to be released today, so this is pointless information. But you know, maybe he'll record this set. You'll catch some clips of that uh, at Basim Tanuzi yeah. on all social media. Yeah, uh, uh, Facebook Basim Tanuzi. Mm-hmm. Um, you can catch him all over the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. Yeah, and uh, great job, man. Right, thank Fuck. you for having me on, man. Yeah, dude, anytime, it. anytime. All right, that was the weekly relapse. Uh, you catch me at Mod Sticks. I'm going to release all this fucking shit. Uh, dick pills, get at me. Uh, butt plugs, get at me. Sponsor this man. Human trafficking, get at me. I have, I'm in. I have uncles that might be able to help. I'm in. All right, that's it, everybody. Fucking peace out.